Now, it's obvious who can win a fight between a bee and a giant hornet. It's like a battle between a kitten and a saber-toothed tiger. And an army of bees against an army of hornets is like hundreds of kittens against hundreds of lions. It seems the hornets will win because one hornet can destroy more than 1,000 bees in less than an hour and a half. But if this battle happens in real life, it will be more complicated, dramatic, and unexpected than you can imagine. A group of bees works all day. They pollinate plants and fruits and collect nectar from flowers. They work hard and return home to the hive at the end of the day. They don't notice an imposter flying among them, a giant hornet. It's bigger than one bee, but has the same yellow-black color. No one pays any attention to it. The imposter enters the bee house without an invitation and makes a crackling sound. That's how its jaws snap. Hungry and angry, it begins the feast. In a matter of seconds, the hornet puts the hive into chaos. The hornet has a sting with toxic venom, but it can go without it here. For bees, the monster uses its sharp jaws. The hive citizens attack the enemy, but it doesn't feel a thing. The situation is getting worse because bees can't live after using their sting. They sacrifice their lives to protect their home, to protect the queen. Unfortunately, all their attempts are in vain. After quenching its thirst, the hornet flies away to find new prey. Only one bee manages to survive. It escapes from the hive to warn the others. The bee visits every hive in the valley and reports the powerful enemy. All bees start preparing to attack. They're raising an army. Unfortunately, this is not enough. The giant hornet visits a new hive, but this time, bees are ready. They attack the enemy from all sides. For a moment, it seems bee stings are working. The hornet is weakening, its activity is falling. The hope of victory inspires bees with confidence, but not for long. At this moment, 10 other hornets fly into the hive. The first hornet marked the hive with a unique pheromone before the battle. This smell attracted its friends, and now the bees have no chance. In the wild, hornets leave the trace so others can find the tagged location. In a few minutes, 11 hornets destroy the hive of 25,000 bees. Recently, this sunny land was blooming thanks to bees. Now it has turned into a lifeless valley. Giant hornets don't want to spend time searching for hives, so they divide into groups and fly to different sides of the valley. They mark bee houses with the pheromone and start a large-scale cleanup. Their hunger and thirst for destruction are insatiable. Yeah, bees now know their enemy and notice it as soon as a hornet appears in the air, but it doesn't help. In each battle, they use a lot of strategies to fight it. Once bees tried to attack a hornet hive, but it was a pointless mission. No one pollinates flowers anymore. No one makes honey. Bees live in fear and are afraid to fly out of their hives. In this dark hour, when almost no hopes left, a slight chance of victory appears. A species of Japanese bees learned to defeat the enemy. The news spread all over the hives. The strategy seems to be working. They've managed to fight off several giant hornets. The fear goes away, and the bees are ready to fight again. In the real world, these bees learn to fight giant hornets. But other species can't do that. So bees are waiting for the enemy. They all know what to do. Finally, a giant hornet appears. Hundreds of bees attack it and wrap it with their bodies from all sides. They completely cover the hornet and start to tremble. The simultaneous vibration of all the bees heats up the enemy. 
The temperature is getting higher. The hornet can't get out. Bees seem to burn it with the energy of their bodies. A few minutes later, the giant hornet falls. Bees throw it out of the hive. Now they are confident of their victory. Another hornet arrives. Tired bees attack it and start to vibrate again. The next monster is coming, and another one. 10, 20, 100 hornets arrive. Bees don't have so many resources and energy. The chances to win are zero again. To win once and for all, the bees must unite. All the hives, hundreds of millions of bees. A huge, lifeless meadow is the location for the final battle. All the bees of the valley flock here. They are ready for the last fight. Silence ensues. Then, the air begins to vibrate. You can hear the buzzing of hornets from afar. They have increased their population hundreds of times because none of the animals can resist them. The defeat of bees is inevitable, but no one is going to back down. Two swarms collide with each other. This is not a battle. This is destruction. Hundreds of thousands of bees, but zero hornets, fall to the ground in a few minutes. A whole species of insects are disappearing from the planet. But what is it? The field plugs into a strange fog. Bees and hornets don't see each other. Then, through the white veil, they appear. Silhouettes of giant creatures. They come into the middle of the action. Thousands of hornets attack them, but it's all pointless. Bees quickly fall down and lose consciousness. The hornets pass out too. Some are trying to fly away, but the fog doesn't let them. All insects fall asleep. Someone used gas to stop this fight. And this someone is the bee's main ally. A human has come into the game. In thick protective suits, people picked up euthanized hornets from the ground. They put them in one basket and the bees in another. The collection of insects lasts for several hours. Then the bees wake up in their hives unharmed. Hornets wake up in special containers. They're trapped, and now they can't hurt anyone. People are destroying hornets' nests all over the world. They won't allow them to multiply. Bees are responsible for the cycle of life in nature. They help many plants to reproduce, thanks to pollination. Bees serve as berries and fruits we eat. They take care of flowers that cows and other livestock feed on. Thanks to bees, we grow a lot of cotton. If the hornets destroy them, there will be a shortage of clothes made of this material. T-shirts, jeans, jackets, all this will be more expensive and then will disappear from the markets. Many products will lose their rich taste and useful properties. Animals and people won't get enough vitamins. Cows won't produce milk. There will be no cheese, sour cream, butter, and other food. You won't be able to order a juicy burger at the restaurant. Eggplants, hot peppers, kiwi, blueberries, cranberries, and much more will disappear from the counter. Mosquitoes, bedbugs, fleas, beetles, gadflies, millions of insects out there can't wait to feast on the most delicious dessert, you. Especially if it's warm outside and you sweat a little. The good news is that not many bugs want to eat you. It's estimated that there are about 10 million species of insects in the world, and only 14,000 of them feed on your vital fluid. A few hundred among this group regularly bite people. Um, okay, yeah, it's still too many. But it wasn't always like that. 
In the distant past, insects didn't dare to attack huge animals for food. They developed their ability to feed on blood from 200 to 65 million years ago. And there are several theories why this happened. Imagine small beetles and insects living in the nest of some flying dinosaur or a giant ancient bird. They feed on bird secretions, rotten grass, mm, leaves, or mushrooms. Then a piece of skin or a feather of an animal falls on their table. Insects taste it, and they like it. Then a dinosaur arrives, and the beetles sense a familiar smell. They climb on its skin and bite it. Or they accidentally fall on an open sore of a bird and taste it. For insects, this would be the most delicious thing they had ever eaten. Yeah, I agree, it's a pretty low bar. Now, other insects have a long, thin feeding tube called a proboscis. They use it to feed on plant sap or other smaller insects. And now, one of these beetles sits on a wounded mammal and accidentally bites it. The beetle's body already has the right enzyme capable of digesting blood. So, from that moment on, the beetle doesn't want to eat anything other than red nectar. The beetle bears offspring, and it takes over the ability to feed on blood. Imagine you've been eating grass and leaves all your life, and then you try some sweet banana pudding. You wouldn't want to go back to eating good old grass now. You'd always want dessert. Insects had the same feeling when they tasted nutritious blood. Yumbo! One of the coolest theories says the thirst for blood in insects was caused by microbes. Blood isn't an ideal food for beetles. It doesn't have enough vitamins or nutrients for them. That's why a whole ecosystem of microorganisms had to form inside their intestines. These bacteria can synthesize some essential vitamins with the help of blood. These bacteria won't survive if they stop feeding on that red fluid. And when these bacteria disappear, insects have problems with development and reproduction. It's impossible to name the exact reason, since the transition from plant food to animal food happened a very long time ago. Since then, evolution has created a variety of ways to extract blood. The most famous blood-dependent species are, of course, mosquitoes. Only female mosquitoes need blood to produce eggs. When mosquitoes fly, they feel the heat, carbon dioxide, and lactic acid in the air. These smells attract the mosquitoes, so they fly to their source, an animal or a human. Then the mosquito lands on its prey and inserts its proboscis into the skin. At the same time, it secretes saliva to prevent clotting. The unpleasant skin sensation you get after the bite is an allergic reaction of your body to the mosquito saliva. Then the female produces eggs and leaves the larva in stagnant water. It could be a pond, a drain, or an outdoor pool. Small mosquitoes feed on organic substances in the water, then grow up and go on their first hunt. Black flies also feed on blood, but they don't do it as carefully as mosquitoes. The female black fly lands on the prey, uses its sharp jaws to cut the skin, and devours its lunch. Fortunately, they don't bother people too much. Their main target is livestock and wild animals. Horseflies and deerflies are the real human enemies. Their bite is quite painful. Ordinary flies that live on the street and inside human houses are super annoying and they can feast on your skin without even biting you. Everything they need from you lies on the surface. You secrete sweat, proteins, carbs, salts, sugar, and other chemicals that the fly collects with its proboscis. And of course, it hardly understands that you're a living being and don't want to share your food with it. 
That's why a fly isn't afraid of you. You probably noticed that some people get bitten by insects more often than others. You could be going for a walk in the park, and they get all over you. But your friend walking right next to you wouldn't feel anything. Hey, just means you're a sweetie. Scientists used to believe that some people actually just don't feel it when they get bitten. Their body doesn't have such a strong reaction to mosquito saliva. But recent studies have shown the number of bites depends on genetics and many other factors. Around 10-20% to of people are just more attractive to predatory insects. How lucky or unlucky are they? Mosquitoes use a variety of senses to choose the perfect prey. They have carbon dioxide and humidity sensors. They also distinguish the odors of hundreds of different chemicals released by humans. Each smell has a specific meaning for different types of mosquitoes. There are thousands of nuances and shades of odors that can attract some mosquitoes and repel others. The mosquitoes that are more aggressive like things that ordinary mosquitoes can't smell. Some mosquitoes go for your legs, others like your neck. The food and drinks you consume play an important role in that, too. They change the smell of your skin. The thickness of the skin, the amount of heat released, shades of color, and your blood type – all of that matters to insects. But there's something that attracts almost all insects. It's the smell of sweat. The dirtier you are, the more attractive you are to them. The unpleasant smell of sweat is created by millions of bacteria gathered on your skin. They attract mosquitoes. Some species like fresh sweat. Others prefer stale sweat with an unpleasant aroma. Mm. But if you're clean, you'll become invisible to most of the little flying monsters. So, you're at home, enjoying your evening tea under a warm blanket, when all of a sudden you see a huge, no, enormous mosquito. Its long and gangly legs have a span of your palm, and it clumsily bumps into all the obstacles it meets. Despite its awkward appearance, it's still terrifying. What if it carries malaria? What if it eats you alive in your sleep? Slowly, not to draw the monster's attention to yourself, you get out from your soft chair and run for it into the bathroom, lock yourself in there, and open the browser on your phone. After a few seconds, you draw a ragged breath of relief. Turns out, it's just a crane fly, not a mosquito at all. It might look like a ferocious beast, but it's actually peaceful and even defenseless. Many crane flies don't even have mouths, so they don't eat at all. And those that have a mouthpiece will only munch on sweet flower nectar. Crane flies are really clumsy in the air. Their rather short wings are no match for their huge bodies and long legs. So they're slow, and it's easy to catch them. Birds and frogs, as well as bats and cats, love them as a treat. The only way they can avoid being eaten is by losing a limb. Their legs easily break off even when nothing touches them. And if you're still unconvinced not to scram and set your house on fire when you see one, consider this. Crane flies can tell you if the water pool you're about to swim in is of good quality. If you see these bugs on or above the water, you're good to go. Even more, fishers often make their bait look like the crane fly larva. Ah, this makes it more appetizing for the fish. But while Googling, you get engrossed with reading up on some other weird and crazy bugs. For example, here's the human face stink bug. Nah, they don't really stink, at least for humans. They give off pheromones that attract other stink bugs, letting them know there's food nearby. 
The most peculiar feature of it is in the name. A man-face stink bug has a face on its back with three black dots drawn in red. The vibrant color of its back warns predators that the bug isn't tasty or even poisonous, while the black eyes draw attention from them to the vulnerable head. Saddleback caterpillar's name is also quite telling. It looks like some creature from another planet with a bright green saddle over its back. And the saddle is, sadly, the only safe part of the thing to touch. The spines you see all over the rest of its body are sharp and highly poisonous. If you want to give it a friendly tap on the back, make sure you don't touch anything else. Well, well, we have a titan beetle next. Meet the largest beetle in the whole world. It can grow as long as your entire palm, complete with fingers. Seeing one in the wild can be a shocking experience, especially if it flies right in your face. But don't fret. Thankfully, this giant is placid and won't bite you if you don't mean it harm. Still, if you make it angry, never let its mandibles touch you. The bug will hiss and bite, and what such snap can crack a pencil in half. What's interesting, an adult titan beetle doesn't feed at all. It doesn't need food to survive. As a larva, it gets enough energy to keep it well-nourished even when grown up. Ooh, I love that ability. An even more menacing-looking bug is a giant weeda. Living in New Zealand, these cricket-like creatures look like someone forgot to lock the portal to the infernal. A massive, beefy body with six thorny legs, long alien-looking antennae, and big mandibles that just might cut steel. Well, in fact, these giant insects are quite peaceful and won't bite unless provoked. And even if they do, it's not as bad as you might think. There are videos with weedas biting hands of people holding them and doing no harm at all. So don't let it scare you, even though such an insect might weigh more than a full-fledged sparrow. Atlas moths look like they have three heads, two of which are serpents. These pretty nocturnal flyers have strange shapes on the tips of their wings that look like snakeheads. This seems to be their mode of defense from predators. And that's also why they're sometimes called cobra moths. In Southeast Asia and India, where they normally dwell, atlas moths are often found on butterfly farms producing silk. And that's some sight. The wingspan of one such moth can reach 10 inches. That's larger than your hand. Peacock spiders are perhaps the cutest arachnids in the world, second maybe only to their jumping cousins. They're so tiny, you probably wouldn't even notice one scrambling through your kitchen. But if you get a chance to take a closer look, do it. Peacock spiders are beautiful. They have large, beady eyes, a shiny blue and red coat, and cute fuzz on their body and legs. And their mating dance is something else entirely. Too bad they only live in Australia. Another moth on the list, the hummingbird moth. Remember the atlas one, how huge it was? Well, this one's as big as a hummingbird and holds much more resemblance to its namesake than that. The speed at which it flutters its wings, the long tongue to drink flower nectar, and even the sound it makes when flying, all of it makes you wonder if it's really a moth after all. Of course, the fuzzy critter is absolutely safe, and you should consider yourself lucky if you ever see one. Longhorned orb weaver spider is one of the most unusual arachnids in the world. It's just your regular spider in all respects, but for some reason, it boasts two long curved horns on its back. 
The back itself is bright orange to ward off predators. Red means danger. But scientists are still unsure why this spider needs those prongs. So there's a web of mystery for you. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.